Do your kids want more Mystery Kids episodes? Are you sick of the same ones playing every single day? Well, we have the perfect place for you. Head over to become a Patreon today. For $5 a month, you'll get two more bonus episodes, plus episodes that are already in Patreon. Episodes like The Deepest Hole on Earth, The Great Emu War in Australia of 1932, The Bombing of Hawaii's Volcano, The Dancing Plague, The Ohio Grassman, and some animal fact episodes about the pangolin, the ai the axolotl, and the taipan, plus much, much more. This makes a wonderful birthday present for your kids and gives you way more to talk about as a family, which is the whole point of the Mystery Kids podcast. So for $5 a month, you can get two more bonus episodes plus all the past episodes. To become a patron, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash Mystery Kids Pod and sign up today. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Mystery Kids Podcast. We're so grateful to have you here. I first want to say a huge shout out to our new patrons. We've got David Buchinski and his brother Gunner. Thank you so much for taking the time to support the podcast. And plus you get the two extra bonus episodes a month, which is totally worth it. Then for this month, we are now into February. We're going to do our birthday shout out. If you have not put your birthdays on the birthday form, I will have it in the show notes. So don't forget to do that. Or it's on our websites, mysterykidspodcast.com. So birthdays for February are Semiksha and our newest Patreon, David. And then we've also got Denise A. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a fantastic birthday this month. Our bonus episode for patrons is all going to be about crocodiles. So that's going to be coming out later this week, all in lieu of my son's birthday. That is our youngest. His name is Lincoln and he's going to be three this weekend. And so I asked him what his favorite animal was. So we are doing a podcast all about crocodiles. So watch out for that bonus episode, patrons. Today we are diving into the wondrous mystery of the Loch Ness Monster known as Nessie. Now I was thinking about it and I'm like, oh my gosh, we've never talked about Nessie on here and we need to because honestly, this is absolutely a fascinating creature and there is so much controversy about the Loch Ness Monster, if it's real or if it's just fiction. We have done another lake monster. This was the Lake Champlain Champ. He was the Lake Champlain monster, and that was back in episode nine. So if you are very interested in lake monsters, that's a really good one because that's America's lake monster. So now we are going to jump over across the sea and talk about Nessie. So Nessie is what's known as a cryptid. So a cryptid is a creature that people have reported seeing, but has yes yet to be proved scientifically that exists, such as Bigfoot. We've got um, the Mothman. We've talked about a few different ones. So yeah, there's lots of reported sightings, but there's no proven evidence that this creature exists. So that is a cryptid. So Nessie is in this category of cryptids. So we're going to talk about the Loch Ness. So the Loch Ness is a freshwater lake in northern Scotland. And the word Loch is a Scottish Gaelic word that means lake. Now the Loch Ness actually gets its name from the river that flows into the loch. And the river is named Ness. 
The Loch Ness is the second largest Scottish lake, um, and it's actually quite big and it's really deep. So it's about 22 square miles or 56 kilometers square um, around, and then its depth at its deepest point is um, 230 meters or 755 feet, making it the second deepest loch in Scotland after the Loch Morar. It does, however, contain more water than all the lakes in England and Wales combined. It's the largest body of water in the Great Glen. The Loch Ness is actually pretty murky. It's a body of water. The lake is not very visible, so it's really hard to see in any type of depth into the Loch Ness. To try to explain how big the Loch Ness is, in July of 1996, this woman named Brenda Charette became the first person to swim the whole length of the loch, and it took her 31 hours and 27 minutes to accomplish this. So there have been reports of this aquatic monster living there that go back clear back into ancient times. This is the legend of the Loch Ness Monster, or Nessie, as she is affectionately called. And she has become very, very famous since about the 1930s. People have continued to look for her for her and still continue to look for her. Now, the descriptions of what um, Nessie might look like vary because people cannot seem to agree on the size that she is, the shape, the color. Some say that she moves quickly. Some say she moves slowly. Um, some say that she's super friendly and some say that she's really aggressive. So people really don't have one kind of form like maybe with Bigfoot. They're like, this is what you see when you look for Bigfoot. With Nessie, it's kind of all over the place in what she looks like. So back in 1933, George Spicer, he went with a drive with his wife through the Scottish Highlands because it's a gorgeous place. And that's where the couple saw a large and very unfamiliar creature pass in front of their car and disappear into the nearby Loch Ness. So it kind of crossed the road in front of them. And so they described this creature as having a huge body with no limbs and having a really long neck. And so a few weeks later, a motorcyclist made a similar claim um, describing this prehistoric marine creature that had four large fins and a very long neck. So these reported sightings were really sparking some excitement among all the people and more people came to the lake in hope of catching sight of what would later be known as the Loch Ness Monster. So in November of that same year, Hugh Gray captured the very first photograph that was thought to depict the Loch Ness Monster, affectionately known as Nessie. Gray claimed to see a large creature rise above the surface of the water, and he snapped several photos, but only one contained any information. The picture revealed a shape appearing to have a very long neck and a thick body. At this time in photo history, many people believe the photograph was absolute evidence. Although ma manipulation techniques were still common in that time to kind of play with the photo and make it be a fake. So many people still believe that Gray's photo was actually a dog swimming with a stick in its mouth instead of Nessie. So I'll have this photograph up on our website. So make sure to go check this out and tell me what you think it might be. 
So then the next year, on April 21st of 1934, the Daily Mail published what is the most famous picture of the monster. It's known as the surgeon's photo. So this photograph was reportedly taken by a doctor named Robert Wilson. So this photograph will depict the long neck of Nessie emerging out of the water, and the water has ripples all around it. And for decades, believers and critics debated if this photo was actually authentic or if it was a hoax. So after this photo was taken, hundreds of people began to flock to the Loch Ness because they wanted to see Nessie for themselves. Well, in 1984, the British Journal of Photography, his name is Stuart Campbell, he was analyzing the photograph and was able to kind of get a scale of what he believed the monster's size was because he was able to get a little bit of shoreline in the picture. And he believed that it was actually quite a small object. So he was thinking it was actually a seabird or an otter or something else because the size just didn't seem to match up. So is the surgeon's photograph a hoax? Yes. In 1994, 60 years after it was on the pages of the Daily Mail, Christopher Sperling verified the photograph as a hoax by admitting his involvement with its production. He explained that he created a model of the monster's neck and placed it on a toy submarine, which then they gave the trusted photograph to the doctor because they believed that Dr. Wilson's reputation would do it wonders. And that's kind of how it took off. Although this photo was a fake, who's to say that there's not a Loch Ness monster out there, especially with all the sightings that people seem to have. Most of these Nessie sightings are probably a case of mistaken identity. So people might see a bird, an otter, a seal, or a stick and thought it was a monster. And then we've got other things that were actually deliberate hoaxes to make people think that there was something in the water. So if this is a misidentification, what could it possibly be? Okay, so number one is bird wakes. So wakes have been reported when the lock is calm with no boats nearby. So a wake that they believe is what looks like the creature zigzagging, which is diving and reappearing. So like the water looks like it's got ripples and waves. So some sightings report that there's like this V-shaped wave like when a boat goes through water, but they believe it's just a bird swimming that you maybe can't see the bird from the angle that they are at. Another huge theory that's coming to pass right now is a large eel. So it was an early suggestion of what the monster could be. And eels are actually found in the Loch Ness. And an usually large one would explain the many, many sightings. So Eels, they like to go like side to side like a snake, but sightings in 1856 of a sea serpent in Freshwater Lake in what's known as the Highland Lakes were explained as those of an oversized eel, which is what they're trying to claim in this circumstance as well. So scientists from New Zealand undertook this massive project to document every organism in the Loch Ness based off of DNA samples. So their reports confirmed that European eels are still found in the loch. Such a cool thing to figure out. So no DNA samples were found 
found for large animals like catfish or Greenland sharks or the plesiosaurus, which they believe is the prehistoric animal, aquatic animal that it would be Nessie. So scientists now believe that the giant eels are account for many, if not most, of the sightings. Okay, stick with me here. One of the things that they think it might be is an elephant. Okay, just just go with me here. Okay, so in a 1979 article, there was a California biologist and a geographer who claimed that the surgeon's photo was the top of the head and the extended trunk and flared nostrils of a swimming elephant because they have lots of those in Scotland. Anyways, in 2006, a paleontologist and artist named Neil Clark suggested that a traveling circus might have allowed elephants to bathe in the lock and the trunk could be perceived as a head and neck with the head and the back perceived as the humps. So he actually created an example of a painting of this to render of it might be an elephant. I guess we can't take everything off the table. Okay, so it also could be the Greenland shark, which they've now looked into DNA to prove that there's not Greenland sharks in the lake, but they believe that uh, this Greenland shark, it can reach up to 20 feet in length and it could possibly be in Scotland. So it's kind of dark in color with a smaller dorsal fin and it might have survived to get into the fresh water using the rivers and lakes to get up to that area to get into the Loch Ness. A Wells catfish might be what we are looking at. So in July of 2015, three news outlets reported that one theory might be a monster of unusual size that's a specimen specimen of a Wells catfish that could have been released during the late 19th century and had grown to like very large size, which catfish can get really, really large. So that's another possibility. Again, they didn't find catfish DNA in the Loch Ness though. So it could just be other animals. We've talked about this in other episodes, but people have a hard time judging size from a distance. So what they could be looking at and what they think they're seeing, they really might, it might be playing an optical illusion on them. So Loch Ness has otters. There's photos of the otter swimming around. There's photos of the deer swimming the Loch Ness. There has been a lot of different creatures that are normal in that area that they've been found. And in the photos, they're like, oh, this might be the Loch Ness. And they're like, no, it's, it's definitely a deer or an otter. Often they believe that it's also just like a large trunk of a tree or branches of a tree floating around that could really be confusing people and what they might see. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Loch Ness Monster. And I want to know if you believe that Nessie is real or if she's not real. If you want to go ahead and follow us on Instagram, we are the Mystery Kids Podcast on Instagram. Go follow us, comment on this episode, and tell me if you think Nessie is real. If you could just do us a huge favor and go ahead and leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple, that would be fantastic. And I love when you guys write notes for us to tell us how much you appreciate this podcast. It is a lot of work and I appreciate that you guys listen to it and share it with your family and friends. So we'll see you next time on the Mystery Kids Podcast.